Is side piece sex better? Hell yes, it's better. Listen why. What is up? This is Side Piece Season, the podcast. I'm your host, Dinero. We are going to learn in this episode why side piece sex is better, what takes away from consistent monogamous sex, and ways to improve all of that. And I'm going to throw in as a little bonus a little bit about the players out there. So let's get into it. What makes side piece sex better than the sex in your long-term relationship? It's really, really simple. It all goes down to performance, motivation, mindset, and the energy. So let's talk about those. The mindset. There's no hidden agendas. There's no things that you might be afraid of. Although I guess I shouldn't say unequivocally, but generally speaking, you're pretty open about what you want and the other person's pretty clear about their boundaries, whether they're with it or not, which makes it very easy. Uh, Pay attention to that boundaries thing because that's coming back up again later on in the show. Motivation. You're both there for the exact same reasons. You're focused. You're motivated. You've got good energy. You're bringing a good vibe to the whole thing, which all leads to a stellar performance. Mindset is part of what makes the performance so stellar. The boundaries are set. You know what you can and can't do. You know what they like and don't like. And there's none of the negative things, at least in the forefront of your mind. All of that lets you be free to have buck wild sex just the way you like it, or at least closer to the way you like it than you've had in a long time or maybe ever. You got to think about it. You guys meet, you're showing each other the best face. Even if you had a shitty day when you're together, there's like a little bit of a escape valve. A little steam gets blown off. There's no judgment. There's no expectation. Well, no expectations of you to come in any certain way. The expectation is that you're there for what you're there for and it's going to happen. And you both are in total agreement with that. It's very, dare I say, nurturing. So let's talk about sex, right? Uh, Generally speaking, sex, we all have like kind of some sort of sexual hang up or we're hung up on some aspect of sex. Not a big deal. We're all adults. That's why we're here on the podcast. We could talk about it, right? So let's talk about it. You might not feel comfortable telling that person that you've spent all of these years with or have committed to exactly how dirty you are. You might want to hold out and make it seem like, you know, you're just maybe, you know, you don't want to be thought of as a little bit too extreme in your taste. I can tell you by and large, you're probably not. But the fact that you think There's a lot of assuming going on, right? There's the things that you will and won't do. And then there's the things that the other person thinks you will and won't do. If you're not having the the conversation, it's it's unknown. And there's a lot of rooms, you know, when you assume, you know what that leads to. So there's that. And the side piece, it's just like, hey, we're here for this. Oh, I, I like A, B, and C. I definitely don't like D. Okay, cool. Well, let's go. And it's, it's very streamlined. It's very efficient. It's very hot. That's what makes it hot. So let's talk about other aspects of this, right? So we, we got into what makes the side piece sex so great. 
But people say, well, I don't see why I could, how could it possibly be any better? It's the same acts. It's the same body parts. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same. Well, I told you how it's different. Performance, motivation, mindset, and energy. You know from high school days when you guys had the little field day and it was the 200-yard dash, there was somebody that did not want to do the 200-yard dash. But there they were anyway. And they start and that person's just half-assing it. It's clear they're not running as hard as they can run, which is not to say that they win the race, but they're not running as hard as they can run. But there are some people out there. They are there to win. They are there to rock that race. That's the kind of mindset, motivation, and energy that leads to a fantastic sexual performance. So though at the end of the day, it's all the same anatomy, it's different. The energy is different. It's better. The increased energy is what makes it better. So there's that. Okay, so I didn't ask you to like that, but that's the reason why in a longer relationship, the side piece sex is better. But why is the sex so bad at home? Okay, well, this one is probably a little bit harder to hear, but will free you a lot when you think about it. So... The sex is not as good at home because of time and cohabitation and all the things that life throws at you. Let's start off with work. You're probably working. No matter what your job is, chances are the vast majority of us don't love what we do for a living, but it pays the bills. We're kind of trapped in that mode, right? We're just doing what we have to do to keep the braces on the kids, pay the mortgage, pay the rent, pay the bills, you know. We got all of these chores to do. And when you come home, it's like unwelcoming. Like it doesn't feel like the sanctuary. Like your house should be your sanctuary. You shut the door, you shut the rest of the world outside. But it's not like that. You come home, nobody's really acknowledging you. They might be doing something that irritates the piss out of you. Let's definitely talk about that. That's, that's, if there's no kids, There's still a lot of room for things to go awry and to rub you the wrong way and get on your last nerves. You come home, you've been working, there's socks in the middle of the floor. Why are these fucking socks in the middle of the floor again? How many times do I have to say, don't put these fucking socks on the floor? It's something small. It's something insignificant in the greater scheme of like genocides and sex trafficking, and all the fucked up shit that happens in the world. But it happens every day. Every day for months and years and decades. That little small grain of sand, that one little thing is adding up. Every day you add another grain, another grain, another grain. It's grating on your fucking nerves. That's at your house. That's the place that you're supposed to be like, let your hair down and relax and feel chilled and welcomed and loved and all of those good things. And none of that is happening work. If you hate your job, even if you like your job, there's going to be stress. But if you don't like your job, if you really don't like your job, you got to deal with all of that, right? The TPS reports, 
getting moved to the basement, all that bullshit, you've got to deal with that. The coworkers, the sniping, the backstabbing, all that shit. You deal with it every day. You want to go home. You want to blow off some steam. You want to let that shit go. And then you got to deal with the socks. And you loaded the dishwasher and ran it, but they didn't unload the dishwasher. It's all of these little things that just add up. And it's taken away from your sex drive 100%. If you're mad, you're not horny. If you're irritated, you're not horny. If you feel disrespected or devalued, that doesn't usually do a lot to get you excited about sex. Now, a way to address this and something that, that definitely should happen for you, wherever you are in the spectrum, whether it's not dating, newly dating, newly married, been married for a long time. If you're going through these problems, life is going to take away, you know, you're not going to be doing it like rabbits like you did when you first met and everything was young and carefree, even if that was only a year and a half ago, right? Because life is, is, is taking a little bit of your joy, just stealing a little bit of your happiness with that person. That all adds up. A big thing that it's taken away is your compassion to get that in order. You got to institute your boundaries. Everybody should have boundaries. Boundaries are not just for the people you work with. Boundaries are not just for people out in public. You should have boundaries with every single person in your life. I'll accept this shit, but I won't accept that shit. And if you have clear-cut boundaries, again, this went back to with the side piece even. If you have those clear-cut boundaries, those, everything gets so much better. Clear-cut boundaries allows you to have better compassion, allows you to get better communication going, right? Like Because you say, this is that, this is that, I'm not down for this. It's out there and it's known. There's a lot of times when things are happening where the person thinks that they know what the other person's thinking and they're totally wrong, but they think that they know what the other person's thinking. So they won't do something or they won't even ask. You've got to have good communication. And I think that even if you had a boundary, I don't know. I think if you're really with somebody that you're, you're in love with and you're trying to make the most of it, like not that you won't have things that you won't do for them, but I think it's going to be known you're probably going to try it a couple times to, to see if, if you really, really, really can't do it for them. There's going to be this bond because you're on the same team, right? What you want to do is keep that as much of that initial spark as possible. So that's going to make sure that everything keeps on going. It's going to degrade. You're never, I've never heard of anybody that's banging it out as much as they were in year 20 as they were in year one. Never. But it doesn't mean that it has to go away. You're always going to have the mix match, mix matched sex drive. It's always somebody that wants it more than the other person. Um, but if the communication's on point, the compassion's on point, and you guys don't let all of that other life stuff get in there, it's going to be fine. Even if it tailors off, it's still going to be great. Because I will say this. The sex that you have in a serious, committed relationship, far superior to side piece sex. The only reason that side piece sex is so good is because there's those problems, right? I think even the, the side piece 
in and of itself, when you're talking about a committed relationship, whether it be dating or marriage, the side piece is a symptom. It's not really... Because if they wanted to leave, they would have left. Now, there's a bunch of reasons why people don't leave and I'm digressing, I'm getting off topic, so I'm not going to get into that right now. But I'm just saying, the side piece is a symptom of the sex at home being bad, the relationship at home being bad, things being off, things within the person that have nothing to do with the person they're with being bad, unresolved issues from their past. There's so many things that can go wrong. So you've got to show up to this relationship in the best possible shape you can with the best communication that you have and a clear delineation of the boundaries. And you also have to be compassionate. So it's a team thing. And if you've ever played team sports, you know, sometimes you got to play a role you don't like to play. But as Chris Rock said, you better play the hell out of that tambourine. Um, so that's that. You feel like a fool? You feel inadequate? Man, stop that. That shit was not on you. So undoubtedly, you've been played before. It's happened to pretty much everybody I know. Damn sure happened to me a couple times. And you might feel a certain kind of way. Like you might feel like you let yourself down or that you were stupid or whatever. Um, And if there was blatant signs and you chose to ignore them, it makes it even worse. But let's talk about the player shit that's out there. Like the people that are cutthroat in there and they're just out for theirs. Now, these are the people that you're going to get with that for no reason, based on anything that you did, they're out there creeping around doing their thing. Um, I really think there's a I've heard a lot of my friends say, you know, like, it's just what it's what men do. Like we have higher sex drives and this, that and the other thing. And there's a lot of justifications. But they're all bullshit because if you're really up and you're fully developed as a man and you're on your shit, no matter what you're dealing with, no matter what you're going through, you would lead with, listen, I'm not really into monogamy or any of that. I just uh, do what I do, but I like you a lot. I'm feeling you. I'd like to try you out for a while and see you know, if, if something could develop, but I don't intend to stop seeing other chicks for sex. You'd lead with that. Right. Like the guys that say all of that shit about how they have the, they're not coming clean. They're not presenting the whole menu to you. They're doing this shit. I said, guys, but gals, too. Right. They're coming at you because women, women, y'all players, too. Uh, I've been played a few times. Um, they don't tell you all that. They don't tell you how they're, you know, what their plans are, that they, they don't want to take you that serious, that they don't want to get that close, that they have some weird attachment style that's going to make them want to be with you, but also push you away. Nobody leads with that shit, right? If you knew that going in and got with them, then you, you got what you paid for. But there's too many guys out there that get into these relationships, guys and gals, they get into these relationships and they, that's exactly how they feel, but they don't tell you that. They don't share that. So you have no idea. So you didn't, you didn't get played. You got lied to. You got lied to by a habitual liar, somebody that hasn't come to terms with whatever's pushing them away from wanting to connect with people. I'm sure there's a small percentage of the population that just, you know, they're not pathological, but they're, they're just on some stuff where that, that just doesn't work for them, right? But there's also, I I would say that that's probably less than 25%. The rest of y'all out there that are doing that player life, 
You're just not, you're not man or woman enough to admit what you want and what you're about at that time in your life with the person. So then you, you know, you play them. Um, so for those of you that have been played and think like, well, if I did this, if I did this, what if I was better at this? What if I was better at that? Stop that shit. It's, it's not your fault. You are only responsible for your actions. So if they, like if you went over to their apartment and there was a, a person coming out, putting their clothes on and you were like, oh, that was interesting. And you don't challenge it or anything like that. Blatant stuff like that where you turn a blind eye. Yes, that's a hundred percent your fault. But other than that, it's not your fault. You don't know what's going on in their head. You don't know their weird attachment styles. You don't know what hung ups, hang ups they have. You don't know what kind of relationships their parents had, what they were raised seeing and what they expect. And, you know, do they listen to nothing but rap songs and think that it's supposed to be bitches and hoes? Like, you don't know what's going on, right? Are you dealing with a good girl or a city girl? You know, what are you dealing with? You don't know. So don't blame yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Um, There's a lot going on with that other person. And if they don't fix it, you can't fix it for them. Remember that. Um, and that's it. That's that's all that I have. I really want you guys to drop me a line on my Instagram, sidepiece underscore season. If you had any questions, comments, discussions, I really want to know what you think about this post. How did it make you feel? What did it make you think? Did you learn anything from it? Because I, I really hope that you're getting something that you can use, something you can apply and go to work with. Remember, if you're in a committed relationship and you want to keep things going on that, on not just the sex tip, but just keep things going and moving forward. You got to learn how to shut down some of those negative things. There's something that's bothering you. You got to set some boundaries and just keep your compassion and your communication going. Everything's going to be dope. I promise you. Anyway, get at me. Side piece underscore season. Have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. I'll catch you back here again in a week. Peace.